Google finally officially unveiled the Pixel 4 and 4 XL, their new smartphone. And I'm excited about them. So are Florence Ion and Duncan Jaffrey from Osdroid.net. They actually have them in hand. And on this week's episode of All About Android, they showed them off for you in this first look that's coming up next. This is Twit. This episode of Hands on Tech is brought to you by Plex. Plex is offering Twit listeners a 30-day free trial of Plex Pass. Go to plex.tv slash twit, code twit, to start your free trial today. Um, Here it is, and I'm going to turn it on. Hopefully, it's slightly charged. It's kind of freaky. Oh, yep, these things come charged. It's really bright. It's really bright, yeah, by default. Okay, so you've got the four. I ordered the XL uh, in white. I did not get the orange version. It appears you have the white. Duncan, you somehow got the orange version. Tell me, in person, does the orange look nice? Or Because I'm not sold on it. We've got an XL and a a standard here. Some people are going to love it. I can't say that it's me. But I also have to admit to being a boring black uh, slab of glass man myself. Okay. So, um, but look, it's distinctive. Uh, it is. If someone sees that, they're, they're going to um, notice it's different. Okay. All right. Well, it definitely does stand out, and it is a limited edition. You can only get it in the 64 gig configuration right now. Maybe 128 gigs will follow down the line. But um, since, we're, since we're actually looking at these devices, just to kind of fill people in, if they haven't already been following the mountains upon mountains of leaks that make this probably the most leaked phone in the history of smartphones, uh, the Pixel 4 5.7 inch 1080p display, the Pixel 4 XL with a 6.3 inch quad HD plus display, the Pixel 4 with a 2800 milliamp hour battery, and my goodness, that is a small battery for a premium smartphone. I don't know how right. I feel about that. Uh, so I guess time will tell as far as like whether that's enough. Uh, 3,700 milliamp hour battery for the 6.3 inch version. And otherwise, both models are identical to each other from what I understand. Uh, both have the dynamic 90 hertz refresh rate, uh, HDR certified display, 19 to 9 uh, aspect ratio. Uh, both have the Soli radar, which is the radar up top for motion sense. That's the air gestures sort of thing, even though they don't call it air gestures. I think that's a, a Samsung terminology, but uh, Google's calling it motion sense for waving your hand in order to mute a, mute a phone that's ringing or, or skip tracks, that sort of stuff uh, on your You know, player. I brought a demo of that to the show today. <laughs> did you? Okay. Did. So Okay, so how do we see this? Uh, so it should be, should be in the Google drive folder. Okay. All uh, right. it's, I'm pretty, oh, you know what? Actually, I forgot to upload the Pikachu one. Never oh, mind. Oh, no Pikachu I'm terrible. One. That's okay. Google, I'm sorry. Google kind of talked about that a little bit or rather nine to five Google did <laughs> when they leaked this like a week ago that there would be a, a game. Is it pre-installed on the device or is it? As like a demonstration yeah, of Soli? It's a demonstration, and thus far, all I could get Pikachu to do was wave hi to me and blow me a kiss. Okay. So that's kind of well, that's the cute. extent of it. Um, I brought some shaky B-roll of the different, uh, just the different sizes and colors. The orange is, by the way, in person, it's a very Halloween orange. Oh, okay. So it's very, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when you buy a pumpkin to go trick-or-treating like the little plastic pumpkin. Okay. It's sort of akin to that. Man, it's you're not, not selling like me on this orange. orange. 
<laughs> it's not bad in person. I okay. mean, it's it's too bad you you're not really getting it from my shots, but I I mean it's I I agree with Duncan. The black one has this really nice like sheen to it that is definitely it, it's not like matte on the back the way that yeah. the white and the orange ones are. Okay. But at the same time, I don't know. It's a new design paradigm, and I think I am going to have to get used to it because I, I really liked the Pixel 3. So, yeah. I mean, and the well, Pixel 3a. like. Well, and this is the first time in the Pixel phones uh, where Google is stepping away from the kind of like the two-toned uh, design, which actually on my 3XL, it's kind of hard to show uh, because it's all white, but, you know, you can kind of see the two-tone, the, the like shimmery glass. Mm-hmm smooth glass up top, uh, kind of frosted glass below. That's been yeah. like the signature design on the back of the, of the Pixel line since it launched. And now they're going, obviously, in a very different direction. Um, and that design language is is traveling over to some of their other devices, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But, um, but yeah, but you like this device, like in person after seeing it leaked all, all over the place, up and down, Duncan finally having it in in your hands and and being able to use it like what what strikes you about the design i think it's exactly what we'd expect one based on the iteration of the one to two to three to four the rumors that we've seen um so it's it's familiar it's what i expected you know it's got the good hand feel as people like to say there's a nice heft to it yeah Um, you know just bouncing between the twos the Obviously, the smaller one is slightly lighter. Um, the display is quite nice. We have actually noticed that there's different color tone between the two displays when we turn them on side by side. Oh, so that's interesting. It's interesting to see if there's anything that comes from that beyond the Wi-Fi setup screen, which is as far as we've got thus far. Um, they're uh, Using the cameras in the demo area, the, the night side is greatly improved and the starlight photography is out of this world. I had a great little um, tent set up which went into a dark room with all of these... Uh, uh, fairy lights hidden behind glass and mirrors uh, kind of as like standing in the stars and the photo that came out of that compared to a night sight on a Pixel 3 was just mm. night and day, pun intended. So, look, it, it's it, it's where Google needs to be. It's a really nice move forwards. Um, I think partly because of the leaks, um, there's nothing really about the hardware that's grabbed me today because I've seen it so often, but some of the software things they're doing are, you know, are, are fantastic, especially with the new assistant, the neural core on the on the device itself helping you to um, speed up Google Assistant get more out of the device uh, it seems to have the continued conversation now on the device powered by the neural core so you can start an engagement with um, the assistant on your Pixel 4 and just keep going so you can say show me my photos show me my photos of Spain who's the ones at night please send that to Brian for instance and the the, the Pixel Assistant will just walk you through that um, and it's hard to tell how much of that is the new assistant experience that will roll out in the future to everyone and slightly slower in Australia and how much of that is going to need that neural core. And they didn't really elaborate, but they did say some of the new assistant features uh, on the Pixel and other devices are going to be hardware dependent. But it, it's a great move forward. Yeah. And I mean, this the Pixel 4 is kind of the, it well, is the launch device for the next second generation assistant software assistant's been around for a while now so now we're seeing an official second generation launch 
that hits with the Pixel 4 to start off with. Uh, and, and like they said, 10 times faster, much of that happening on the device, uh, which they even hinted at you know, back at, at Google I.O. earlier this year, um, that that would be one of the key differentiators of, of the Pixel 4 and, and what it brings is that on-device uh, computational capability. So um, definitely looks cool there. We mentioned the Soli radar for motion sense. They also mentioned that it has the fastest secure face unlock on a smartphone. That being because when you reach your hand towards the phone, the Soli radar will detect that and fire up the sensors needed for when it, when it hits your face instead of having to do it like, you know, pull it up to your face power it to turn it on and then that unlocks it it should be one continuous motion uh do you, have you have either of you noticed that and in, in as far as or set that up yet at this point nope no. uh no. no i i did get to play with the assistant earlier that we were talking about and that was i mean that was fast but it was all kind of like the same demos being shown throughout yeah. But as far as that goes, I feel like that stuff you really I wasn't super impressed with motion sense just from using the demos. Okay. Like I it took me a while to get Pikachu to wave back at me, you <laughs> know, and perfect. to kinda understand what to do. Yeah. And I actually went into the settings to kind of see what motion sense was about and it's super limited at present. Mm, it's yes. not it's not really it's not a robust feature. It's not like you can go in and set all these things up. It's just to make it a little easier so, oh, you can, you know, go through tracks in a playlist or, you know, you can, I guess, turn on the phone. But it's it's such a subtle thing. It, this, this is really the thing that alpha. has to be tested in the real world. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it, Duncan. It feels alpha. Wait, I, I feel like it is saying that it feels alpha is actually really critical. Like, that that's a critical statement. I feel like... Which I'm not. I'm not pushing back on it at all. I've not used it, but saying it's alpha makes me think that it just like it's it's a poor execution right out of the gate. Would you limit it? Eh, not not poor. poor. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, we were doing the music demo. The first thing I wanted to do was stop the music. What would you do with a device like that? You know, I tried this. Yeah. nothing so no. the, it yep. seemed to only respond yep. to a swipe that way or a swipe that way now it responded each time every time it was reliable it did the same thing when i when i did that but that seemed to be it swipe left swipe right now that's yep. good if you're mr miyagi but i was looking for a little bit more yeah we should all that's a great aspire point. to be mr miyagi yes uh, uh but mr miyagi also knew when to put a stop to the violence uh, and somebody had a country music playlist on at the demo today, and well, Mr. there was Miyagi. no way to stop. Mr. Miyagi couldn't help then. What is going on, Mr. Miyagi? He's like, and Duncan's right. I was going like this. I was like, stop, stop, <laughs> and it like it would not stop. Yeah. And so I was like, what the heck? So I went into the settings, and I'm like, there's nothing here. It's just two, three options, yeah. and yeah, okay, that's cool. <laughs> it- it does what it does well. Google doesn't say it does anything other than that. So yeah, it's not that it's true. a poor execution. It's, I, I don't know what I imagined. And look, the person doing the demo quite rightly pointed out, we're dealing with radar here. Yeah. And I think what, what I was looking mm. for was optical. But what I would say is it's a front-facing camera on there. They obviously know how to do it because they've done it in the in the Nest Hub Max, whatever they call that yeah. thing. Um, 
And so maybe a hybrid approach where they're using the solely, they're using the camera solely to text you. So, you know, people who speak normal language within 60 centimeters of the device solely will be activated. So it'll, it'll know you're there. It'll start kicking off the processes and start detecting things. So you get within 60 centimeters, it turns on that front facing camera. Maybe it sees your hand and the stop motion. It, it sees there's nothing else and they bring all that together. That's supposed to be what Google's good at. And that's what I mean by alpha is I think they're going to add to this probably in the lifetime of the Pixel 4. Um, based on feedback, based on the data they get, and I think it will be better. Yeah. Okay. That that Agreed. explains yeah. it better. I think when I heard Alpha, I was like, "Man, this thing must never work," you know, because I think of some of the things that have felt very Alpha that Google releases, and it's like, "All right, this is way before it should be released." Google definitely thinks that this should be released now, so it better work out of the gate. So at least it's working. It's just a limited feature set. And I would completely agree that that was my worry going in. Is here's this most amazing technology that Google's been working on that's very different from everything else in the market right now, and it launches with like five control features you know a couple of those dedicated only to music apps and it's like i feel like there's so much more potential for more than that maybe at some point they open it up to developers and developers can choose to do some interesting things with that um i guess that remains to be seen but that would be the future of of this solely radar technology that i'm really curious to see down the line is what what are creative uses for it that make you go okay that's that's neat, but that's like amazing, you know, and I haven't seen that yet. If you say to me, should they take it out? A hundred percent. No, okay. this is Google. This is yeah. what they do. This yeah. is, is it, this is exactly what I would want from Google. So this isn't a criticism. It's hope. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's good. Um, now let's see here. So we talked about the on-device uh, processing, the the on-device language hybrid model, which is going to help with the assistant. Uh, one thing we haven't really touched on are the cameras, which are another big feature uh, here. And this is the first, uh, right? Yeah, I was. I had to check for a second to be like, wait a minute, were there dual cameras on on the other one? No, there haven't been, which is kind of remarkable considering how amazing the cameras on the previous Pixels have been. They've been able to capable of doing so much. Now with the Pixel Four and Four XL, you get the two main, the two sensors, a main twelve point two megapixel uh, sensor with optical image stabilization, f one point seven aperture, and then a telephoto sixteen megapixel with optical image stabilization. Mm-hmm. F two point four aperture, and I saw some uh, some pictures um, earlier. I think it was Android Police posted an article of an example of the super zoom that's happening on the sucker, and it's really. I mean, they've they've really improved that even even more to the point to where an eight x zoom. And I'm sorry, I don't have the link in the doc, but an eight x zoom is just like, wow, that's like perfectly usable. I mean, it, it looked really good. This episode of Hands on Tech is brought to you by Plex. Plex brings together all the media that matters to you in a single app on any device, no matter where you are. You can organize and stream your personal collection of movies, TV shows, music, and more, as well as enjoy live TV and DVR all for free. Plex is offering Twit listeners a 30-day free trial of Plex Pass, which gives you access to all their premium features. Go to plex.tv slash twit and enter code twit to start your free trial of Plex Pass today. That's plex.tv slash twit. I'm very, I'm also very curious about that, the new like night site, just the ability to shoot those starry photos. Cause Jason, you and I, we love to camp. We love to go out into the woods yep. and I would love to not have to carry gear with me besides my phone on airplane mode. That's kind of how I 
like to be out in the wilderness. Yep. I just want ebooks, music, and the camera to kind of shoot, you know, being out where we are. And uh, I would love to be able to just do those shots at night and take like the starry sky. And just, yeah. I'm really looking forward to trying that out. And I'm also, um, tomorrow morning, I'm hopefully when I leave for the airport, I'm going to try and see how this thing works at dawn because they had mentioned, you know, the night site, you want to get creative with it. And I really like that that was part of the presentation because I think, um, and I know like Annie Leibovitz was up there like talking about that. Which, yeah. by the way, was kind of cool to see Annie Leibovitz in person. I just want to say, I wanted to talk to her about her Demi Moore photo shoot of the early 90s. But unfortunately, um, she was not taking questions from the crowd. That's okay. <laughs> just one question on Demi Moore. Demi, no. just, oh, one, just one question. <laughs> um, will you shoot me? No, just kidding. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, take, a, take a, I, a selfie of me, please. <laughs> Although that's not I really was, a selfie. Uh, yeah, true, true. But I was just kind of impressed to here that it really is just kind of about how like much legwork you put into the smartphone and not so it's not so much anymore about well because smartphones are so good and with the pixels the pixel 3 was really good at dawn photos like the sunrise you know that was a thing that we don't really think about when we talk about night sight because you think oh it goes at night but yeah, yeah. when night turns into day that's like another time when you want to kind of take out the camera so i'm i'm just just really excited to just I want to put these things on like a dual rig and just go out and like see how different they are. Heck yeah. Um super excited about the astrophotography um capabilities of this. What are Oh, and a shadow slider. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. So that's that's another aspect of this. So so a lot of improvements here. Live HDR plus, basically an approximation of what mm-hmm. HDR is going to look like when you're looking through the viewfinder. That's really neat. Now in instead of taking the picture and then looking at it later and being like, okay, the the, the details in the window aren't totally blown out. You can actually see a preview of that. And like I said, it's an approximation. It's not exactly what you're gonna get, but it gives you an idea of what you're gonna get. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh dual exposure controls is what you were talking about, brightness and shadows it's there are two sliders that will appear in the camera interface uh by default i think and i'm mm-hmm. and and uh pruitt and i were, were covering the live show this morning here uh for twit uh live news and we were wondering like how confusing those controls might be for a photography newbie for someone who mm-hmm. just gets the can't you know but i but i have a feeling like it's simple enough right like it's two sliders someone who's never used those kinds of controls before they're going to reach for it at some point and and move them around and go oh oh that that was cool you know it it made the the shadows look a little brighter and i can actually see the faces now um so i'm curious to see how much of a, a difference that'll make yeah yeah it was i i had a i was a hands on with the start astral photography in in the experience booth and it was amazing um it it, it takes night sight to the next level and they, they had they had a camera where they'd taken some photos last night in and around the area and it's amazing how it it combines night sight and the astral photography so that the, the ground level is like a night sight a night shot photography so you've you know you, you can see all the buildings and everything around but then the sky is perfect um, with with all the stars and all of the fuzz that are normally in the image has just gone, and it, it it really was as impressive as the demos they showed. Yeah. Um, and you know we recognised the landmarks. So these were taken date stamp last night. Wow. 
That is awesome. I mean, Nightside is just uh, such a wonderful feature, and I I use it all the time, and I love it. Uh, also, going to get learning based white balance, so automatic white balance. You know, machine machine learning based, so it can detect. You know, one of the examples they used was, and I've totally been in this exact situation. Go to an aquarium. And you take a picture of someone and their face is the color of the aquarium because of the light shining through it and everything. Suddenly their face is blue. Well, the machine learning um, algorithm, you know, the training that's been done there enough times recognizes that, hey, that's a human face. Faces aren't blue. Faces are usually this color and makes the adjustments to automatically and dynamically uh, adjust white balance in a scenario like that, just as one example. And uh Make it so it's balanced appropriately, and I think that's just something that that's something that most people would appreciate if they even knew it was happening. But they probably won't because their picture will just look good right out of the box and be like, "Hey, that's a great photo." They won't know what happened in order to make it great. Mm-hmm. It's a risky feature, though. There could, are could be. Yeah. So skin tones, and also to get someone's skin tone incorrect because of you know the sample size of what they've programmed it with and and you know we've seen google have a couple of mistakes with that and several of these uh, ai based image recognition systems have trouble with that so i, I really hope they've tested that well because i don't wish them ill yeah but yeah i, I hope really that realism, all of those things so let's hope that it gets those balances right Totally, one hundred percent, and I have I have faith at this point that, that Google's really good at its machine learning, uh, you know, stuff. I mean, its its photos are are built on the foundation of it at this point. So, uh, cross my fingers that it that it plays out the way I think it will. Probably, they say wider range portrait mode with SLR bokeh, so that's good. Um, and that's the cameras. They also mentioned the recorder app, which we mm-hmm. showed off on the show. A few weeks back, because uh, you know, nine to five Google and their avalanche of leaks about this device. And Actually, everything. I think that was XDA. Oh, was it XDA? Okay. Just, yeah, yeah I hard just to keep track. That was when Michelle was on the show. That's you know, right. Just want right. to give, give props. No, no, no. I, I appreciate that. Uh, it was it was XDA. Now, um, just on that tip, I will say I was gone. You know, last week I was, we were in Victoria, uh, British Columbia, visiting my wife's grandma who's turning 95 and while we were there we were uh, my wife mentioned like i really want our kids to interview you know my grandma and and stuff and i was like i've got the best app for it and so we totally used it and it's amazing like because especially because i will say uh her grandma has a very thick uh, like, like, uh, I don't know if it's, a an East coast Canadian, uh, accent or if it's from Victoria, but she has a definite accent that it, that can be kind of somewhat difficult at times to understand. Mm-hmm. And this thing did an amazing job and it's all searchable. It was just, it was like, this is what this app was made for. And mm-hmm. I just never knew that I needed this app until suddenly Google made it. So it's really cool. Wow. Wow, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, white, black, and orange, of course. Uh, pre-ordering today uh, begins today. Shipping starts October 24th. But if you're pre-ordering now, you're not getting it until later. Uh, you needed to get in early in order to get it that uh, that soon. Uh, the Pixel 4, the smaller version, starts at $799. The Pixel 4 XL starts at $899. I didn't get a confirmed. I didn't actually look at a confirmed price on the top of the line Pixel 4 XL. Is it $999 for one, 128 gig? I'm assuming it probably is. 
probably. Yeah, it's, it's probably a hundred bucks more. It's a lot as it is anyway. So, so you're one dollar shy of a thousand dollar mark on a Pixel phone, and some people would say, like, I don't know that Google is justifying that cost. Um, I know. I, I don't know that they are either. I don't know that any company is justifying $1,000 for a smartphone. But Google wants to be seen on that level. They want to be seen with their smartphone being as premium as anything else on the market. Um, Duncan, do you do you feel like uh, Google has justified uh, their their desire to be seen in the top tier? And, uh, there's a lot of uh, division in the Ozdroin team. I'm firmly in the camp of uh, high-end smartphones don't always deliver value for money. I, yeah. One of my phones is a Pixel 3a. It's it's fantastic. It comes in at you know two thirds of the price. It doesn't deliver two thirds of the experience. It has almost everything you could want. Yeah. Um, so it will be interesting if a 4a comes out and what value that shows. You certainly get a little extra for your money. I feel that they jack the prices up. So you know in Australian dollars it starts at a thousand and forty nine dollars with a sixty four gig, uh, five point seven inch model and goes all the way. Wow. Uh, all the way up to uh, 1429 for the 128 gig uh, Pixel 4 XL. Now, those prices, I've just been told from my colleague on the side, is that it's actually slightly lower in Australia than last year's pricing. Oh, so really? That's good for us to get. Um, maybe the dollar's strong at the moment. Uh, but that's they are certainly premium devices, yeah. but you're paying, you are paying a premium. And for those who want to, great. And you need these options. I just do feel that at that end of the market, there's just this wee bit of price gouging going on. This little bit. Uh, interesting. Okay. Um, a few random tidbits here that I'll throw in. No buds in the box, no earbuds in the box, no USB-C to, you know, uh, headphone, you know, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack converter in the box. No more original quality uploads to Google Photos. Remember the original uh, Pixel, this was what it was, what it one of the major features was that when you have the Pixel, your photos upload in original quality. You're not getting that here. Uh, they're not long. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. I'm laughing. We ran out of room. Yeah. Sorry. We, we can't fire up any more servers. I'm sorry. We're not made of money. We're just Google. Um, they're not launching in India. Uh, due to f- failing uh, to secure permission to use the frequency range with the Soli radar. And in fact, Soli only works in countries that it's certified in. So if you happen to travel to an uncertified country, that radar gets disabled while you're there. Wow. That's interesting. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. also just failing to secure the permission to use it in India, is uh, and, which prevents the phone from launching in that in in that. Uh, that country giant market yes that giant market that google has said time yes. and time again it's yes. really focused on like that's a big fail um yes. the solely radar data stays on the device the enhanced night sight is coming to the three and the three a eventually um i don't know when that's happening live caption is exclusive to the four at launch but then coming to the three and the three a in december and these phones are not compatible with Daydream VR because Daydream VR is no longer a thing. <laughs> it has been canceled. I have one small correction. Oh, okay, cool. Correct me. Earbuds are country dependent. Oh, no way. Oh. oh. So you guys were asking last week what would happen in markets that uh, mandated that they have to have them. They'll get them. In, okay. And I, you know, I was out last week, so I didn't catch that. Um, 
I, I didn't know that that was a mandate in certain countries. That that's Me interesting. Either. That is really interesting. Okay. Um, all right. So then depending on your market, you might get buds in the box, but you're not going to get what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. I was about uh, to say. Good segue. But uh, yeah, the Pixel 4, 4XL, I'm very, very excited uh, to get mine. And I think I'm getting mine like, well, Leo's gone. Leo and Lisa leave for like a month. His come while he's gone on like the 25th. So in a couple of weeks, and I think I'm going get, to get my hands on that be able to do the review and everything while Leo's gone. So I'll take good care of it. Keep up with all the hottest tech news and gadgets. Visit twit.tv. There you'll be able to find and subscribe to all our tech shows. Thanks for watching Hands on Tech.